Keep that in your mind here uh, for the next few minutes while I um, feel like giving what God has, has laid down to me uh, this week. In the book of Jeremiah 1.5, it says, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. What I like about this is even before, before you were formed, God knew you. God knew absolutely everything about you before you were created, everything till you pass away. Absolutely everything. As I was thinking about this, um, I thought about like recipes. I like food, you know? It, it shows. But as, as I was thinking about this, sometimes we, uh, we consume things that we just absolutely love and more than likely are not good for us, such as fair food. But the thing is, the, the overall food is really good, really pleasing. But if you, if you nitpick at what the recipe says, you know, it probably shouldn't have had that sugar, you know? It's got a lot of salt in it, you know, things like that. But when it's all combined together, it actually makes a really good dish, 
That's how Jesus sees us. That's how God sees us. Is we are a perfectly made dish with little things in there that shouldn't be in there. And yet he still loves us. So that little sugar piece of our lives where, where sin has come in or where rebellion over here has come in but, but has created us to be the person that we are, God still loves the end result. He may not like the decisions. He may not like the ingredients in our lives. But he knows absolutely everything about us and despite our failures, still loves us. In Romans 8, 29, it says, For those God foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brothers and nations. Before, again, God foreknew each and every one of us. He knew the things that would go wrong in our lives. He knew the greatness in our lives. He knows the smallest little detail that even the person sitting next to you may never know. I mean, not necessarily secrets, but, but unknowns of, of others. Despite our faults, he knows us fully. He knows the good and the bad and still loves us daily. John 10, 27 says, My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. Jesus knows as much as God does. You know, they're, they're, they're one and the same. So Jesus knows exactly what he was dying for when he went to that cross. He knew exactly the person, the persons, the people. And when we listen to him, it's because we know him and he knows us. Despite the faults in our lives, God chooses to love us daily. I have a, I have a hard time with, um, with, with people who hurt others. Um, situations of um, abuse, um, especially towards kids. Um, that, that doesn't diminish anything else, but, but for me, myself, um, I, I love my child and if, if things were to happen to her, as I have seen other kids, I would probably snap. (laughs) I'll just tell you, I'm very protective of my girl. And I have heard of, of issues like this, especially being in the school system. You hear, you hear rumors of stuff, and then you hear the unfortunate that it was true. And I have difficulties understanding that how God can love somebody like that. Anybody else? I mean, I, I know I'm not alone here. Very, very, very difficult to understand. And thank God I'm not God. But to know that even the faults in, in someone else's life that grace is still there for them. I don't make that decision. But even before we were born, that grace was laid down to us. And it's up to us if we pick it up. So to be fully known, 
to know absolutely everything about somebody, your spouse, your child, your parents, brothers, sisters, aunts, uncles, whoever, best friends, to know absolutely everything about them and still love them is an amazing, amazing thing. Because I think everybody has, has something in their lives that, that some people are just like, you know what? I can look past it, but it, it, it may diminish a little bit of your, your profile. You know, I'll, I'll love you despite this, but, but it's still going to be there. With God, it's not there. When Jesus gave his life for the sins of the world, that is the sins forever. So when, when God fully knows exactly who we are, it is with the sin that he still loves us, but it's within the confines of a relationship with Jesus Christ that we don't have those sins between us and that relationship with God. So he knew us, he formed us. He, he forms us in a perfect shape for what our lives need. He forms us internally as well, as well as on the outside. Roger's been talking about being that countercultural Christian. The way we are shaped is to, is to help mold others as well. And we may change a little bit, but we don't conform. We want to be in the world, but not of the world. We want to be involved in others that, that may not know who Jesus is, that may never step foot in a church. We want to be involved with people like that because you may be the only Bible that they see. You may be the only Jesus that they recognize. I was able to go to a concert last night and uh, it, was, it was really fun. It was down at White River. It was all outside. It was really nice. And the headliner was Skillet. Skillet is a Christian band that is that is crossed over from uh, mainstream into Christian, but they do a lot of uh, Winter Jam. We went, but then they also do a lot of concerts out with other uh, non-Christian bands. We'll just we'll just say that. And what was really neat is to see the same people that were. Um, Singing along and, 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 and getting in with, with the other uh, three different groups did the same thing with, with Skillet. Because they recognize the stories behind the music. They recognize the, the voices. They recognize the words. And I was able to worship God through that while others are listening to Maybe the only sermon they'll ever hear. Maybe the only story about Jesus that they will ever hear. And it's amazing to see that, I don't know, probably 500 people were there for a common purpose. And yet, I received something very different than the person standing next to me. God loved each and every person that was there despite why they were there. Again, there may be somebody there that will never attend church, that will never have a relationship with God, but it has been presented to them in a manner in which they can hear. 
When God formed us, he gave us certain gifts. When he formed us, he gave us certain um, strengths and certain weaknesses. There's some people that can make, make a friend out of a, a person they just met five minutes ago. You know, they can strike up a conversation like nothing. Some people are, are good with their hands and, and, and are able to uh, develop relationships through maybe fixing things or, or developing things or creating. Some people are really good just to listen and just, and just give an ear to somebody. But we all have certain strengths and certain weaknesses. And God even uses those weaknesses too. But when he uses our strengths, when he uses what he has created, it is a beautiful, beautiful thing to see people come together like-minded for a, for a certain purpose. God has created that for a special purpose, for a special meaning. And in John 10, 27, when he says, my sheep listen to my voice, I know them and they follow me. We know who God is because he sent his son. Those in the Old Testament prior to Jesus knew who God was because he presented himself. We listen to him because we are his. It's an obedience. We listen to the authority because God is our authority. God is our leader. God is our father. And we listen to what he says. So when he says it, that we are his sheep, and when we listen to his voice, we follow him. Not everybody will be part of that group. Some may hear his voice and won't follow him. Some will hear God's voice and just brush it off. But when we listen and we, we are part of that, that group of his family, we listen and we react and we follow. <clears throat> but we follow him because he has our best interests. Despite what the, what the society, what the world what social media, what other people may say, God has the best for us. He gives what we, we, what we need. Maybe not what we want, but he will give to us what we are in need of. He will never leave us. He will always be with us. That's why he sent his spirit. When Jesus died and 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 rose again, and then when he ascended, he gave us the spirit that is always with us. It's in our hearts knowing that when, when God talks, the spirit speaks with us. Acts one twenty four says, then they prayed, Lord, you know everyone's heart, and it continues on. And I, I like this, it says the disciples sprayed a, a simple prayer to find out who would take the place of Judas. So this was after uh, Jesus' um, death, his resurrection. This is where they, 
they started to choose who would take Judas's spot. So, so now they would become uh, the 12 disciples again. This is saying that God knows the good and the bad in our lives and still loves us. He takes the good and the bad in our lives to make the better good or the good better, excuse me. So he takes what, what harms us, what difficulties we may have, and he uses those to build us up. You know, through the storms of our lives, through the, the stuff that comes up, God builds on that and, and he creates an even better person because of that. We are fully known by our God who has chosen to love us. He's chosen to love us. He chooses to do that. He chose to send his son for us. And he chooses daily to continue to love us. And it's our choice to love him in return. But he gave his son as a sacrifice for even the ones that will disown him and curse his name. It's funny to read in in Revelation where it says every knee will bow, every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord. But then on the next page, it says there will be some that won't. That they will still, despite seeing God face to face and knowing his purpose and, and will not will not send themselves to heaven because they just don't want to believe it. That there are some people that, despite knowing exactly who God is, what he does, what his purpose is, that his story in a nutshell will still, still disown him and say, no, don't believe it. And it's really hard to imagine that. Blessed are those that that see and believe, but blessed are those that don't and yet still believe. To know who God is and to know that he loves us from the top of our heads to the bottoms of our feet. I was going to say hair, but I don't have any. But he loves each and everything about us, the good and the bad, because that is how he uses us. He uses us despite our faults. And he uses us in other manners because we have faults. It's our decision to follow God and Jesus as our Lord and Savior. But his grace is there even before we decide. So I think what Torn Wells' song, what, what it's talking about is that God even knows us more than we know ourselves, knows us better than we know ourselves. I think we know when, when times get rough, when times get hard, when, when sins creep up, when the, when the temptations of life uh, jump into our faces and sometimes we, we stumble and we fall, but we pick ourselves up, we still have something in the back of our heads and, and I don't think we realize that sometimes. But God knows. And when God knows and when he sees those little, little things in our minds, I, I think he redirects us. You know, when the temptations come and these, and these things come in our heads and, and that little guy on your shoulder is telling you, hey, don't do that. 
That's the spirit talking with us. It's, it's using the faults that we had to create a better, uh, a better avenue out of, our, uh, out of our sinful lives. God creates those. God creates roads that, that will lead past, bridges that need to be built, walls that need to be put up so that we're able to go through life knowing that when, the, when times get hard, that he has a plan for us. He, he has an out for us. And to be fully known is to give our hearts and our minds and our strength and our spirits and, and everything inside and out to God. Someone's not going to know you if you don't reveal yourself. You know, your, your spouse or your, or your BFF is not going to know who you are if you don't communicate. God knows us despite that, but he wants to hear it too. So when we pray and we, we lift up our burdens and we lift up our heartaches and we lift up our praises and we lift up our worship to him, he hears us and he knows us more and he knows us better. He wants to hear us. But that grace that he gives us, it's always right there. Before we were even created, his grace covered everything about us. But again, it's still up to us to actually receive the grace. It's there and he's just waiting for us to take it. It's like that money sitting on the table. It's there if you need it. But God wants you to take it and hold on to it and savor it and save it. He wants each and every person in here, he wants every inch of your body to be praiseworthy towards him. We love God with all our heart, with all our soul, with all our minds, with all our spirits. I don't think that's too much to ask for somebody that gave his life for each and every person here. And for each and every person you will ever meet, will ever be born, will ever pass through this world, Jesus died for them. He died for us. And he knows everything about us so we shouldn't try to hide it anyways. So before God formed us, he knew us. I even tried looking up what the word knew meant. Um, and, and, and basically it is, it is just to have the knowledge of everything. To, to know deeply, intimately and I think God does a pretty good job about that. Gives us what we need. Leads us to where we need to be. Help us fulfill our purpose. And tells us how to go about living our daily lives. Loving others and loving God. Because he's already loved us despite our downfalls. I think we should love him because he is great. So let us pray. 
Heavenly Father, we are so thankful that even though the stuff in our minds, the stuff in our hearts, for the things in the world that hinder us from growing, the faults that we have, the sins, the temptations, the, the downfalls, whatever we want to call it, you love us despite it all. You know every inch of our body, you know every part of our soul and with our hearts and our minds, and you still love us. You fully know each and every one of us, and yet your grace is a present that is given to us. It is a free gift, and it is because of that free gift that we can offer our bodies back to you, knowing that you will take hold of us, that you will lead us, that you will guide us, that you will protect us, that you will love us. God, it's not too difficult, but it's a lifelong process of understanding who you are, praying and communicating with you, and giving our souls for the better of our lives. For the one that created us wants us back. We thank you, Lord. May you be with us through this day, through this week. Be with us as we, uh, those at the uh, community worship, as we get together. And we lift the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord. Be with us wherever we go. And may we always know that that grace is there for us. For it's in the name of Jesus that we pray. Amen. Amen. You look at how fully known we are by God and how much he still loves us. And we can spend that lifetime trying to know him fully as well. And the more we know him, the more we just stand in awe and wonder. And that's what this next song is about. Let's sing about the greatness of our God.